The following program was recorded on an earlier date for presentation at this time. We are recording. From the great state of Michigan in the American Midwest, it's time for good beer, great friends, and pure 100% fun. This is Tavern Cast. Welcome back to the bar. Grab a beer and pull up a seat. This is Tavern Cast. I'm Bryce. I'm Mike. I'm Eric. I'm Bill. I'm Shelly. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. How are you, Bryce? Hi. I am fine, Eric. It is so good to see you after not speaking to you for so long. Wow. How are you, Mike? This is amazing. It's like Buck Rogers. It is Michael Monin, our friend. It's been a long time since I've seen you guys. and Yes, it has. I guess we're a little out of sync and practice so nice to see you guys. Oh, my God. It's been so long. And William Tickner, what a good man he is. How are you, sir? I'm very today, well. Thank you very night. much for asking. How are you? I'm fine. Be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Call Tavern Cash wow, in the USA. That was quite a transition. Hey, let's see if um, let's see if Shelly actually knows the number. Because she always uh, that knows. That was her the old number. job. Yeah. Give us a call at 734-418-7077. Wow. Oh my, isn't that's that impressive. amazing? You yeah. Is that right? A yeah, that's right. Wow, that <laughs> is or at least that's what it says on Bryce's little machine here. So, <laughs> no, I, if I, that's right, then you're right. She I, is if a we're still assuming we're still paying for the Skype line, uh, it's right. Yeah. Are we still paying for the mm-hmm. Skype line? It, you pay once. A, well, you pay like once every two years. I think the answer is we don't know. Probably. <laughs> I'll go with probably. So you can catch us on Skype at that number, or you can use the username TavernCast, or you can send us an MP3 at TavernCast at TavernCast.com. Or you can yell very loudly in the vicinity of the U.S. Midwest or Australia, (laughs) and the chances of reaching us are very high. But not in California, because Bill will ignore If I actually walked outside and heard somebody, like, screaming, (laughs) TavernCast! Awesome. (laughs) That'd be pretty good. If you send us a video with you going outside screaming tavern cast, we'll do another show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. And drink another beer. I'm That's not going to hold my breath. No, I just got... Uh, oh, he's not even on the same I just car. got dinner delivered. Thanks, son. Shelly just showed up and delivered you dinner? Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, it's a delivery. It's a lovely eggplant parmesan, no cheese, <laughs> then plenty of sauce. We it's actually loaded with right. just yeah. tomato sauce and... It's got <laughs> garlic toast, which is also delicious. Stop, you're making me hungry. Hey, do you know what I'm realizing here? This is a lot like the original Tavern Cast when we never gave a f- about anything. Probably the more we don't care, the more listeners. we don't care, Probably the, the better, better it's going to go. Do, yeah. Yeah. As I knock over the mic. Also something that was done a lot. 
Yeah, but this is a little different mic than the uh, mic we had sticking out of the bookshelf on my. <laughs> you remember when? You remember when you used to in the old show? Eric used to sit there and you'd, yeah, I have you'd a like beat the table. Ticks. We're like, stop it! We're recording, and Eric's like in the back, yeah. <laughs> tapping his knee and everything. <laughs> Mike, yeah. you remember that? That was awesome. <laughs> that, that was great. <laughs> I remember. I remember. Oh, Bryce is hey, sitting in the corner time, jerking off. When, uh, oh, oh man! I'm like, dude, stop! He just that's a different awesome. show, though. <laughs> Hello. You remember that time when Bill used to like. Just come in and interrupt everybody on the show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Or he wouldn't answer you when you Skyped him like, mm. for 10 minutes straight. For like 28 yeah, like minutes. We've yeah. got his volume way down. This is great. Yeah. Hello, it's really quiet. Hello? Yeah. What? Hello, Bill? There? What? Hello? Hello? <laughs> this eggplant parmesan is um, delicious. So, what? You're sitting there. I know what you're thinking. You're asking yourself, what are we drinking at tonight? All right. Yeah! Are, are we? We? <laughs> we are drinking a, a Magic Hat Brewing Company Wacko Summer Seasonal Ale. A beer with beet juice color. Wait a minute. Now, now why ju- you would pick to put that? Beet right? juice Summer color? Beer? Are you serious? Right beet juice? That's what it says. Summer oh, it seasonal? It's a little you out know, of well, it's out of season. We're, we're very optimistic here at Tavern Cast. It, well, it's one of two things. I figure it's Dude, we're we either optimistic or we don't let this show out until, like, you know, July 14th. I thought you just cleaned out your fridge. So, for reference, the show is <laughs> being recorded that. before St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> yeah, it says a beer with beet juice color. Now, why would you put that on your... How is that going to help you sell beer? I don't have it in a you glass. You can't even see it. It's in a brown bottle. Yeah, yeah. We're actually drinking out of the bottle. That's how much actually, we care. Is it red? It it's actually, looks, actually like, no, it looks like it might be a little red, yeah, unless the glass is tinted. Are you <laughs> drinking tiger blood? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm, I'm troll. I'm by winning. <laughs> mm. Mm. Um, so it's interesting. It's got... <laughs> Apparently it has beet juice color. Wait, you guys stop. Don't. I, I just want Shelly and Bill to go. Go ahead, review the beer, because that was that was compelling <laughs> podcasting. Well, right I, well, you caught me off guard. You know, Shelly... Um, I'm intrigued by the beet juice color of the beer. It's really, uh, you know, s- sort of distracting. Bill, are you are you even drinking the beer? Mm-hmm. I, I no, I'm not drinking the beer. What's it called again, Bill? I can't, um, Mike just found out something interesting. <laughs> the beer we're drinking expired last <laughs> August. <laughs> we're about nine months uh, over. August six 2010. Months, six awesome. months over. Uh, for, for beer that's like you know almost a year old. Wow. It's not bad. Now I want to say, Bill, do you know that you have this beer at your behest? I do. I just can't drink it right now. It's Lent for me, so I can't. You really, you really are giving up beer for Lent. No, I. Well, you really did give up beer. Do people still do that? I didn't think anybody (laughs) would anymore. It's actually worse than that. I'm Greek Orthodox, so uh, sensitive. Mike is insensitive. We have a. We go by the strict fast, and so the strict fast is for forty days plus Holy Week. What's a strict fast? Strict. Fast, strip fast. Strip fast? You can't eat any kind of meat or oh, di- or poultry or dairy or fish or oil or uh, or alcohol. Wow! <laughs> so basically, it's like a vegan diet. But you can have eggplant parmesan <laughs> without the cheese. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, how, well, but so wait a second. To make eggplant parmesan, you need parmesan. the egg to you're stick the stuff eggplant. on. How are you making eggplant parmesan? It's not breaded. It's just like eggplant and sauce. It's delicious. 
So there's no Parmesan. No, no. Yeah. And, and no bread? <laughs> there's no, no Parmesan. Yeah, no bread. It's a, yeah, it's not really Parmesan. So it's really no not parmesan. eggplant Parmesan. <laughs> Listen, it's really eggplant. Do not disabuse <laughs> me of my dinner, okay? I believe I'm eating eggplant Parmesan. You can call it, you can call it vegetables and tomato sauce if you want, but I'm calling it eggplant parmesan. I'm on a strict no dairy and sugar diet, so I'm having a bowl of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> right, so what are we ranking this incredible beer? I what, what, was la, what was the last beer we tried? I don't remember. It was a pale ale. I'm going to give it a good solid seven and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm with Shelly. Seven and three quarters. <laughs> I have no idea what we're ranking so, it against. 100% of the people on the show who are not drinking this beer <laughs> gave it a seven or higher. I don't know. I'd say a five. It's It's average. Yeah, I'm going with five, too. It's not really fair of you guys to rank a beer after it's been expired for like a year, right? I think we'll have to drink more. Mm -hmm. Well, they can always always improve their ranking with a little bit of sponsorship. Well, if you weren't such a crazy (laughs) religious terrorist, you could be enjoying it with us. Googly moogly. We can rebuild him. We have the technology. Okay, look, uh, we're jumping the shark. Look. So we... Oh, <laughs> the shark is way, way, way behind us. <laughs> All right, so we did... Uh, when we brought the show back in last July, we had a plan, basically, to try to bring it back and see if we could try to get a show out every week and be regular and just like... You know, like regular, like if you take like a like one of those Metamucil. Metamucil. right? Exactly. exactly. Um, and <laughs> so you know, we were getting that crap out every week for a while. We were generating a lot of crap, and then <laughs> we, we that crap yeah. out every week. <laughs> we, we slowed down a little. Charge bit. advertising for <laughs> Get that crap out every week. So we slowed down a little bit, and the reason we sort of went away for a while and we didn't say anything uh, is because we were waiting to say something here. So we're going to say it now. Just um, <laughs> <laughs> say it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. What exactly are you saying? Mm-hmm. God, you should run for Congress. You should. I know. I know. Pretty good. So we Sorry. we pulled up the numbers on, uh, what is it, Eric? The audience, total audience numbers of what we were doing. Downloads. Our downloads. And our numbers to our eternal Chagrin. shock and surprise and Horror. sadness. Dismay. Mike actually tried to kill himself that very moment. I did. Twice. They're, they're actually going down, right? <laughs> right. He's a squirt gun. Right, so but not because of the but not like an illegal <laughs> so blame not, is yeah. going down. It's just a coincidence. Yeah, we're sure that it's not. The numbers aren't going down because of our incredible quality. Um, <laughs> the numbers quality. are going down because of you. You right. don't listen to us. It's your fault. Yeah, yeah you, <laughs> you right there. You right there. Make sure you download from at least seventeen different IP addresses with the iPod in right over now over. with the headphones. Right. Um, so because of that, we all sat around and talked. So we've tried to bring this show back. Twice. Oh, it's, well, basically, it's our yearly hobby. <laughs> we're trying to bring it back. Once a year, we have a really worth the time running out. Yeah. It's winter. So we're bored. Our, we have this is our yearly. We give up, and then don't worry. It, 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 we'll be back again to try again. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> and nothing will happen. Yeah. So we, I mean, we finally just got to the point here where we tried to bring this show back the way it was, sort of at its like say '06 peak or so. So and we're basically regressing. Post. We're now going back to the '05. Right. Like, we don't give a. Yeah, we're just doing it for fun level. And that is exactly what we're, we're going regressing. to do. 
We are not going to try to get shows out on time uh, every week. Uh, we well, are not going to worry. Schedule, you're never late, right? Yeah, we're not going to worry if the quality is quite as high anymore. Basically, because we're, we're not going to worry about content. Yeah. We're not going to worry about <laughs> talking to you people. We're not going to worry about entertaining. In fact, there may be an entire show of just snoring. That's it, snoring. An hour of snoring. That's Actually, all you get. <laughs> and you'll hey, like it. You know what? Both we're of you. Winning. <laughs> but the beauty of it is is that, as you can tell, we're kind of good-spirited about this, and that's because it's kind of fun not to give a crap anymore. Like, before, we were like, no, we can't do that. We can't say that because... Stay on topic. So, yeah, it's got to be on topic. topic. No, the fans Eric, will get, get upset. get close to the mic. Get close to the mic. Cut all that racist wait, 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 wait. shit out of it. I hear a <laughs> Like, you know, Eric banging. Just, we're going to do this all show now. Just all show. <laughs> Bill, eat in the mic. Just eat a lot right now. Mm. Go. Just chop. Shelly, can you, like, do something, like, obnoxious? Mm. Yeah, that's good. That's, good. that's awesome. All right, come on. We got to go. It's like an orchestra. Eric, add something to it. Ooh. <laughs> All right, now I'm going to try to do something normal at the same time. Welcome to Taverncast. Uh, you can reach us at www. So that's what you're going. That's what you're going. That's your end for now. This is the new tavern. You just kill yourself now. Huh? No more Bodily quality. Functions. No more nothing. No nothing. more incredible editing. Pretty much nothing. We are going. We're, we're just gonna like record. Crap. Actually, we made a deal. Actually, we might we just sold. Stream. We sold the rights to everything, and so we made the deal <laughs> well, that we would now like, drive it right into the crapper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the role of Infernal Bill will be played by John Stamos. Stay tuned for. So the people who are will like, be played by. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Actually, wait, wait, wait. I want to I wanna break from this topic just real quick because that's kind of funny. So so who who would we play? If they were making the Tavern Cast movie, James Earl Jones. what actors and actresses would play I claim James Earl Jones. No, you can't claim anybody. It's everybody else what? has got to pick you. No. Kurt Rambis. All right, so let's go Kurt with Eric Rambis. first. Everyone but Eric can, can pick Eric. Who would uh, play Eric? The guy from The Office. Dwight Schrute. Oh, what is no, Dwight Schrute. <laughs> nice, nice. Beat color. That's not bad. Like All right, that. so how about Mike? Everybody but Mike can answer. I'd say that woman from Fargo, but, you know, it's a woman. Uh, and... Bill O'Reilly. Michelle? <laughs> Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, I'd probably go Bill O'Reilly. From... Ah, yeah. What? <laughs> Sloth from, from the Goonies. Shut up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's personal. <laughs> That's personal. <laughs> Alright, do uh do me since I'm sitting here. Everybody but me. Uh Al Franken. That's easy. No, that's easy. Al um, Franken. Kevin Smith. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's not bad either. That's silent Bob Bryce. Alright, <laughs> you. Um, how about uh Bill? Slight think. I would say um, Who who's Jim Carrey. Uh, Who's the guy who likes to smash watermelons? Jim Carrey's not bad. <laughs> Gallagher? Gallagher. Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> You're played by Especially Gallagher. Especially about the hairline, too. The hairline, the hairline's key. Yeah, I don't, right, I don't know um, who's worse, Gallagher or Sloth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and how about Michelle? I'd go with Janine Garofalo. No, you're not allowed to pick. You can't him. pick. I want to be James Earl Jones. But you can't pick. The girl from Run, <laughs> Run, Lola, Run. The girl from Run. Potente. Franca Potente. Oh, awesome. Yeah, see? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> to anyone that cares after this uh, long conversation, and we do have more beer in the fridge, so clear food. And scotch. Because, um, hey, we're changing yeah. it all up, right? To, to the seven of you that are out there and are now, like, 
incredibly worried. Oh, like six well, now. Sorry. I've heard it all. So what are they actually saying? What we're saying is is that Taverncast is probably not going to go away permanently, but we are just not really going to worry as much about getting them out frequently, and we're going to do them to have fun. And so, you know. So uh, if we can drive down our 20 fans down to three because of this. Then yeah. That'd but the good goal. thing is, if our fans continue to drop at the rate they have dropped, we're going to be left with, like, you know, 12 dudes and, like, three <laughs> it'll, chicks. It'll be like us listening to yeah. it. Chicks. Yeah. Wait, three chicks? No, no, the people That's on the forum. Right. So, I mean, we can start doing stuff like this. All you guys, like, Azanai and Asaminoi and Blue Corn Chips and Oman and all you dudes on the forums, we can just sort of communicate with you directly know. and be like, did you see that crap that Asaminoi posted? Well, they got to call in them. Yeah, but we used yeah. to do that crap in the old days when we had, like, maybe, you know, a dozen people listening. <laughs> and we haven't been able to do that in a long time because um. we made, we, we in our dream world, we thought we had, like, you know, 50,000 people Thousands listening. Thousands. Listening. So if yeah. you want us to communicate with you, you need to go to a train station and video Scream. yourself screaming Tavern Cat. Or just screaming in general, really. Tavern That'd still be appealing. I like yeah. it. Melly's makes me <laughs> yeah. laugh. But I'm just saying. <laughs> and so there you go. It was a good attempt to try to bring the show up to a level that was really huge, but we don't think it's working. You can't fault us for trying. Yeah, true. Exactly. But, you know, uh, we'll keep churning them out when we want to. And, you know, we have some other stuff uh, even in the archives that have yet to come out. So so that's it. So the rest of the show is yours, Michelle. Hello. Ooh, hello. What? Hello. Make sure after the beginning of this show that everything you say is incredibly serious. <laughs> Wait, can we do a show on politics and religion at the same time? <laughs> Check out this video that I'm sending you. Oh, spool it up and watch it. I'm gonna play it here for the guys too. It's unreal. Oh, oh my gosh! Look at that. And how fast it comes in. I just can't believe what I'm seeing. Oh my gosh. Look at the cars floating around. They gotta put anchor. <gasps> Look at the cars. Oh, the water keeps getting deeper too. How high does it go? That's oh, a boat. There's a boat upside down. There goes another house. Those people are dead. On the on the upright, those car oh. Oh my god. The world we, were, we live in is a dangerous world. One hundred eighty thousand flee as Japan's nuke plant crisis intensifies. Is that right now? Is that the current Is that the current Is that right now? It's the heading right now on the AP. Nine twenty three PM Sunday, March thirteenth, that's what we're how about this? U.S. West Coast in path of fallout. Yeah. <laughs> That's frightening. These dudes at these nuclear power plants, those guys, seriously, I don't know what the definition of hero is per se, but to stay in that place and try to keep fighting, mm-hmm. you know, to keep that thing from yeah, melting down. That. I bet you anything that most of those guys in that one plan in, it's like Fukushima or something. The one Fukushima that, Daiichi. That, 
Yeah. Okay, there you go. That one, those guys, I'll bet you anything they're going to die. I bet you they've got radiation poisoning Yeah, or one sickness. of them did a Spock. I mean, he went in to, to like, try to... Did he for real? Yeah, I think so. Really? He was fully yeah. 100% did he irradiated. I, he Holy was shit. 100% irradiated while he was trying to... That's impressive. ...do something with the reactor. Really? Yeah. It sounded very Spock-like. It better not have... <laughs> Except it was real. But, I mean, it's immense. It's just unbelievable, like, how many people not only died in this thing, but just how immense the images are. It reminded me of that movie 2012 from a couple years, or it was last year, last summer, when they had the giant shots of the waves coming over everything. But, I mean, that was, like, a scale that was, like, Hollywood epic, and it was almost unbelievable. But then when you see this, you're like, that's not a whole lot different than that movie. (laughs) Well, they've actually got a name for this in um, in contemporary media called the CNN effect. It actually took coinage a few years ago when media became so pervasive that they were uh, at the forefront of every single breaking story, especially in the United States. And then it's broadcast to the American public to the point where it actually starts to impact political and foreign policy. In this instance, it's a good thing if you think about, you know, what's happened with Egypt and Libya and now what's going on in Japan. It brings it all to the forefront of everyone's mind. It's, you know, we're talking about it. I'm sure you guys have had conversations at work. Um, You know, it's all over Facebook. It's all over email. You get, you know, email. I get emails from the American Red Cross all the time about, you know, donate here, donate there. Even on my iPhone when I'm playing Words for Friends, the ads that pop up are donate to Japan. So it's, Mm. it pervades every aspect of the fabric of our lives and I think that's in this instance it's really beneficial I'm usually not one person who supports you know the breaking news you know flash media coverage news alert I've noticed although over here in Australia they don't do it and I I really like that because it's not everything isn't a crisis and you've got to stay riveted to the television it's well it it lose they lose all sense of relativity I think when when they have breaking news alerts about Charlie Sheen versus breaking news alerts about tsunami killing 10,000 people in Japan there's like no no feeling of uh well you gotta fill a 24 hour exactly something but to to what you said at least this is actually news (laughs) right to what you said though that it has real policy effects and everything there's actually, I would, I would actually say there's a downside to that. There's a major downside to that in that this situation is so fluid and so changing and so much incomplete information that is just getting basically put out there as soon as it, it comes out that if that is affecting policy as that is coming out, I, I actually think that that's, if you don't have time to do the actual analysis of what is going on, then that actually can be a detrimental, have a detrimental effect. Well, I would agree with you. I don't. I don't think that anyone. And and I should probably clarify that, Mike. I'm not saying that you know people see these images on TV and they immediately go to the Senate floor and start writing a bill based on you know how much money they want to donate to Japan. I think it's more that if we didn't have the footage there that just showed that that we all just watched about how fast that water was rising up. If we didn't have cameras in um, the center of um, of in Egypt and in Libya to get photos of what was going on. If we didn't have um, images in New Zealand when they had the earthquake down there a while ago, we wouldn't be as in tune with either the suffering of those people or what's actually going on or feel motivated to do anything to help them. And I think that that is a positive thing. Did you guys ever wonder, and I've thought about this uh, a lot maybe in the past like couple months or whatever with the... Uh, all the the outbreak of stuff in the Middle East and then this and the big quake in New Zealand and the flood in Australia and all that stuff. wonder what something like World War II would have been like if it was done with today's media. 
Like, mm-hmm. you know, people people back in that day saw World War II, you know, in the newsreels and stuff, and some of the stuff they saw was... Just propaganda. Months old, then it was propaganda. It was all screened and censored, yeah. and, you know, they didn't really get, like... How fast do you think the news came over when there was something like, you know, the Battle of the Bulge? How long did you get until... Oh, you didn't know. You didn't even get the full yeah. story, right? You, well, I think you knew that something was going on, but you didn't know what was going on. You didn't know what units... You didn't, if you had family members who were serving, you didn't know if they were involved. <laughs> well, that's true. And you know, you didn't, there wasn't even radio on the field with guys like, you know, we see the tanks coming in now yeah, across yeah, the yeah. field. No, you know? remember in the first Iraq War, that was the most amazing thing, was that the... Um, yeah that the reporters were on the ground before the GIs got there, right? I mean, they, they, they had reporters, like, you know, going, okay, and here come the bombs, and now we see the tanks rolling in. I mean, they they essentially got yeah. briefed. So I imagine everything before that time, it, it wasn't like that. I mean, I think we take it for granted that, that we, there's this incredible news coverage. But this is just the, 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 the pictures of what's going on in Japan and all the HD video. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. And you know the thing that strikes me is the is I'm trying to get a sense of the scope of this because <clears throat> Japan was was in a lot of trouble um, before you know last week um, and now this week it's compounded you know a hundredfold. The pictures of this makes you know you want to help you want to do something. Um, when you say they're in trouble, what do you mean? But I don't because I don't think that this is that the, the the sympathy that the world will have, or the empathy that the world will have for this, and the aid that's going to come to Japan to help them rebuild, um, is not going to be enough. They, I think, you know, a month from now, when this is sort of like you know, I hate to say old old news, right? I mean, um, you know, and, and it's not drawing at the heartstrings of the world public enough, and and the and the funds start to dry up. I think Japan, I'm not sure what's going to happen to Japan. Because, like I said, they, well, they were in an incredible amount of debt going into this. How are they right, going to pay? That's what I was asking. What, what do you mean they were in trouble last week? They, they had an incredible amount of debt. I, I don't, I mean, it's tough for me to figure out exactly what I think that they have the is. highest debt load of any uh, industrialized country. Yeah, okay, so they're, So let's take that as a granted. If, they, if, that's, if wow. that's true, where are they going to come up with the capital to pay for this restructuring? I mean, here the, I hear the prime minister saying, we're going to re- we're going to take this. We're going to you know dig ourselves out literally, and we're going to rebuild Japan. And I'm just wondering how. I mean, maybe- yeah, but you know what? That that whole country is screwed right now because they, they that what is it? Nissan and Toyota both shut down operations because they lost so much collateral. They lost. I think Nissan lost two manufacturing plants, and they lost a crapload of cars. Like a lot of those cars you saw, um, like up near the uh, the ports that were getting pushed around were Nissan's cars all on loading docks getting ready to get shipped off to, you know, wherever. But those are, like, completed cars they had spent, you know, the past six months or whatever manufacturing. So they're screwed. And the same thing with Sony. Apparently Sony lost, you know, collateral. They aren't producing. So they all shut down. So those are, like, big companies out of Japan that are not operating right now. And who knows when they're going to be back. Not to mention the fact we haven't seen the full results of this. I mean, the nuclear stuff is bad enough, and we still don't know where that's going to go. But... You know, you got people without power. You got people without food. You got probably people without water. People Keep in without mind, homes. It's winter there. Yeah, yeah, it's winter. Yeah, so these Japan's you know, not a tropical country. They haven't seen the the effects of how bad this is going to be yet. Plus, which you got whole you know populations of people in Japan displaced. So and and they've got. Did you guys see? There's volcanoes going off there now too. Yeah, it's starting oh. to spew ash again. Go together, yeah. yeah, because the the <laughs> fault lines all unstable, and so the volcanoes have gone off in Japan now too. Well, I mean, they were going off, and they quieted down for two weeks, and now they've started yeah. going off again. 
So, it, I mean, it's like, you know, Wrath of God kind of stuff there. But and you know, you know what's interesting is that they've been predicting a giant earthquake. They're, they sit on the three tectonic plates. The, where this earthquake came from was not in that area. So they're still saying, oh boy. hey, we could still get a very big one really? directly underneath us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you were saying that when people, people are going to, like, get... They're going to get tired of watching this and move on to Charlie Sheen's next outburst, it all, right? It, but I think it always happens. It, I guarantee. It's it. interesting though that with our modern really. culture, though, that's a big change. Whereas in the old days, I would have to assume that because there was so little that you got, you thought about this stuff for a while and it lingered. Like a big story was like Pearl Harbor, for example, right? When Pearl Harbor happened, people talked about that for a long, long time, and it was like the forefront of people's interest. But today. I mean, it's like every other day. It, it is like watching that movie 2012. Every other day, there's some Something, new thing yeah. to look at, you know. <clears throat> and so you, I think, I think it's, I think people are have become desensitized. Well, I to think also, it, like, if you think about it. So the 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 thing is in the forefront as it happens, which is when you have the least amount of context and the least amount of information about what's actually happening, mm-hmm. because it's happening right then. So there's no time to do any analysis, and then. By the time that, you know, there's actually some context and analysis to it, that people have moved on to, you know, the CNN yeah. or whatever has moved on to whatever the next big thing is, and it's like it just gets lost. Yeah, New, New Zealand had a quake, didn't yeah, they? New Zealand had a, a few quake. few weeks ago. I mean, remember, there's, remember that? There's I mean, still <laughs> going, stuff going on in Egypt. There's still, obviously, stuff going on in Libya. Saudi Arabia. Saudi, you know, there's still stuff going on there. I mean, and, of course, there's all kinds of places in the world where we never hear anything at all. About Oklahoma, half of the state of Oklahoma is on fire, you know, and you, just, you don't hear about, you don't hear yeah. about all this stuff. It, yeah. It's it's whatever's the most important kind of takes kind of trumps it all it all then. But the thing is, is that it, it, some of these some of these radical groups will suddenly say, oh, you know, look at what all what's happening. It's you know, it's it's the end of the world. It's this. It's that. It isn't necessarily that. You know, it's 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 just that we've got media that is much mm-hmm. more prevalent than before. Well, people you know, have very little um, context in terms of oh, it's the, the you know, I mean. There was another giant tsunami not so, not too long after we started Taverncast, you know, and right. the world kept going. And I mean, not to and downplay killed, what's happening. That killed there. much, many more people. Two hundred thousand people. That was yeah. horrible. That was and that hit, of a that hit countries that were far less prepared for this kind of thing. Yeah, you got to give the Japanese credit for being well. The Japanese very are like resilient. us. Yeah, I mean the Japanese they're totally are nice Westerners, you can but they're get, also so. very but prepared that, for earthquakes. That's yeah. really interesting you said because I don't. We're if if something major disaster hit hit us we would we're nowhere near i mean their infrastructure was so much further along than I guess, ours yeah. and everything well, we from would, an earthquake standpoint even even a tsunami standpoint they were probably more prepared oh yeah yeah ridiculously amount i mean they well, actually had a national program and people trained for this it was like the in the 80s or whatever when everybody hit under their death duck and cover type stuff <laughs> 50s. You know? yeah or 50s, the other thing like, that's 50s, interesting 80s about 80s or something what's the difference you know, imagine if this was like you know <laughs> India or something. Oh God, India! It would be oh, just it would be it would be uh, scale magnitude worse or two. The loss of life in India would be off the charts. That's what I mean. So if the tsunami I mean, hits Slovakia, I mean, can you imagine <laughs> that? Would That's be, a big wave to get over it those mountains. Is. Yeah. It would be ridiculous. Or Michigan. <laughs> Michigan would not be prepared for this, I'm telling you. You know, it's funny. We can't even repair our freaking roads. Michigan actually, in terms of natural disasters, has one of the safest records. Mm-hmm. And actually, they were using that as a, as a selling point of trying to get, like, hosting companies. <laughs> Other than the economic disaster. Yeah. Well, but if, if hosting <laughs> companies and things like that need picking. to have Come somewhere... On. Where they're not going to have landslides or forest fires or but you could, tsunamis you, or anything like or that. People, or people. Or business. <laughs> <laughs> 
paid cheap rents, right? Yeah. You know, there might be some abandoned houses on fire now. You know, it happens. Gunfire, it's okay. Do you know what's interesting, though, in the news is that they're saying in Japan is that there's absolutely, because of the, the cultural structure of, 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 of Japan, there's absolutely no looting. People are lining up at these, at these centers thousands and thousands of people long and they're waiting their turn yeah. and they're doing it they're doing it calmly and quietly and they're going through stress and crisis and they're dealing with these things but there is absolutely no looting there is no violence there is no um you know in and in the states we would just be it's all in the, it's all for ourselves you'd have people mobbing centers you'd have supermarkets we don't even need out. a natural disaster for that yeah yeah, yeah all yeah. you need is uh, black friday and <laughs> A yeah. cheap laptop. Halloween. Dude, that's my laptop. Dude, you that's have? my laptop. <laughs> You're right. I mean, that, that's a great point. It's it's astounding the difference in culture in a, in yeah. a crisis situation that 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 uh, that we're seeing here. And I think you want to give them a couple of uh, a couple of days. That's though. fine. But right now, yeah. everything is still. I mean, I mean you wait right. you wait till they don't have anything. Like, then, the, but you, they're, they're you are human saying, nature. Panic. Uh, listen, they're I have all yet. respect for the Japanese, oh, yeah. but they're human beings too. You're going to see yeah. the not so great side of humanity pretty soon as well. See, I, don't I don't know. know. We'll I don't know. They're not I robots. Yeah. I'm not they, saying that they're robots, that. but I'm saying that they've got they've <laughs> no, got centuries and centuries and centuries of this deep-seated um, communal idea that what you do impacts your neighbor and what your neighbor does impacks you. Yeah. And so tell that helping to the, out tell that to together. the yakuza. Tell that to the yakuzos. I mean, there there are definitely is like there's definitely a criminal element in Japan that that could be taking advantage, and you could have warlords just like everybody. I mean, I hear you that there's thousands and thousands of years. It's an old culture, and they've been around forever but uh, i think their culture of honor and and respect is what's holding them together in the state that they're in i mean like i watched a man on on tv earlier today that uh he had he had lost his wife right he couldn't find his wife and over here and i'm not trying to denigrate anyone's sorrow or anything because obviously everyone reacts to this differently but over here you could expect to see on the news some guy and he's looking for his wife, and it's a good chance that she's dead. And this guy's walking through a hospital uh, where there's a bunch of survivors, and he's looking for his wife, and he keeps talking to you know relief workers trying to find her, okay? And over here, the guy's going to be, at turns, crying and angry and aggressive, trying to push his way through to find her. I mean, that's how Americans tend to be. It's like... You know, I got to go get what I need to go get, and I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna be incredibly patient in a time like this kind of thing. But this man, Japanese man, was bowing deeply to every relief worker that he talked to, and they were bowing back to him. And it was sort of like, you know, they really it's were. The it's it is. Yeah. But I it's think still, I think that you're seeing the best of people because it's early on. You're three days out from this event. When you're Ten days out from this event, and food and water is short, and tempers are flared, and there's, God forbid, you know, radiation and people being forced out of whole areas and everything else. You're going to see people go in a different direction. But and that I, happens. I, I, in, a, in addition to that, though, that. The, the thing that always struck me about Japanese culture, and and, and this may be a stereotype, but it, it struck me as uh, one of the, one of the defining characteristics of Japanese culture is competence. And responsi- taking responsibility, and yeah. so I think that plays a big part here. Like they were, they they knew this was a possibility. They were trained for it. I, I fully expect that they're gonna, we're gonna see much less uh, casualties and 
you know, in terms of dollar amounts, who knows that you can't defend against that so much. But in terms of ca- in terms of casualties or in terms of finger pointing, like for instance after Katrina, kind of thing like that, you're not going to see that here. I don't think. I, I mean, there might be some, but it's not going to be anywhere near. I mean, this level of catastrophe dwarfs Katrina, and I think the amount of finger pointing you'll probably end up seeing here will be much smaller. Than, I think you've seen some already because the guys who were in charge of the uh, nuclear power plants were having a little row over. It's kind of a um, it was kind of a blame game kind of thing. They were already trying to shore up like who should take the fall, who should fall on the sword for this happening. And I kept thinking like, why should anyone have to fall on the sword? I mean, how much can you guys really prepare for? They're saying mm-hmm. now it was a nine point one. Yeah. What the hell are you going to do? Yeah. Things fall apart at that <laughs> level, you know? So the, the, in that way, I think the Japanese culture works against them because they have this deep feeling of, like, honor and someone right. has to Somebody fall on will the take the blame. Somebody yeah, will but say, it was I don't my think fault. in this case anybody should take the blame. What can they do? Plus, these, like I said, these poor guys at the plants right now trying to keep this thing going are probably going to pay for their efforts with their lives. What more does anybody else want? No, I, the fact I, that I, somebody I, will take the blame stops the finger pointing. Yeah, it's not going to be, it's not gonna be yeah. now. All right, the finger pointing will be later, and and because it's still going on, it's not right. It, it's going to be who was hoarding water, who was hoarding supplies, who was not adequately prepared, what landlords didn't put in the correct infrastructure, and when they thought they did, and it's going to be, you know, it's, it's sort of the ugly side of this. I mean, yeah, the thing that I think that I liken it to is not so much. I mean, I, I guess Katrina. There was all the aid that came in, and and you know there was, and it sort of had a. That quickly had a turn for the worse. But the one that I, rings in my mind, the national catastrophe is 9-11. Though it's not a natural disaster, that seemed to have like this great patriotic wave to it. We all came together. I mean, the president comes on and says, everybody invest in the stock market. And and like all the investors invested in it. And you know everybody just sort of, there was like this goodwill, rah-rah, go-US sort of thing. And we're supporting each other. And what can we do? And... and and that goes away. It goes away after a while, and then people start suing each other and pointing fingers and start looting and you know just doing sort of bad things. So I hope. Well, I think I think about like Katrina too. Like Katrina was a big deal when it first happened here, but it's it after it sort of faded out of the limelight. I even heard somebody once about it must have been two years ago or so. It was in California, but Katrina came up because there was some commercial that came on about it. You know that people still were out without homes and people still, you know, had everything taken from them and they needed money and they needed support and there was some fund or something getting support. And this is years and years after that hurricane because things are still not right down there. You know, yeah. but you know somebody who was there with me at the time said, "God, Katrina, who cares?" That was like five years ago. Who cares? Can't they? Don't these people have a job yet? So I mean, you know, people, people. There was a movie that that comes to mind uh, when we talk about this subject. It was called, um, I think it was called The Beach. It was with Leonardo DiCaprio, and it was these yeah. guys, this whole group of people that found this. And and I'm paraphrasing because I don't really remember the details, but they found some secluded island or beach or something in Thailand where. They could go and have this sort of like hippie live off the land existence kind of thing. And one of the dudes in the movie who's with him gets, I think he gets bit by a shark or something. He gets injured and he's there basically dying. And these people don't, at first, you know, they're really worried and they're upset and they're trying to take care of him and everything else. And, you know, they don't want to take him to the hospital because it'll get him out of their little utopia. But as it goes on, the more he, 
declines and just wails and screams and is dying a very slow, painful death, the more the people don't want to deal with it anymore. Mm-hmm. They're just like, God, shut him up. Shut him up. And Leonardo DiCaprio, DiCaprio's character in the movie, there's some dialogue that says basically that it, it occurs to him that in the end, people would rather you die than have to share in your pain. It's the old story of the Lord of the Flies. It's, it's, it's you know, the, the greater good. It's, it's, it can be scary. I think, though, that it's important that, and I don't, I'm not trying to sound like I know more than you guys, but I have a different perspective because I don't live in the United States anymore in that there is a different culture when you get outside of the lower 48. There really is. There really, really is. And it's, it's, me looking back, I can see that it, it, it's so hard when you live in the U.S. and you're inundated by U.S. media all the time that this is the way that the world is and this is the way that the world works. But the world is so much bigger than the East Coast to the West Coast. And there are so many more ways that people deal with things than right. just, those, just that confined space. It's, Look it's, at Indonesia. Anything is possible. When that when that terrible tragedy hit Indonesia, in, in Indonesia, <laughs> when that giant tsunami hit <laughs> nice. there and killed all those nice. people, you don't. I don't remember standing out and thinking, "Oh my gosh, they're rioting!" Ten days later, they're pointing all these fingers and stuff. It, it was a different mm-hmm. reaction, and it was mm-hmm. a different. It did not have like a Western type fallout. Mm-hmm. You know, really. LA went into riots when uh, when uh, Rodney King got beat, or when O.J. Simpson got you know acquitted, or whatever. It's it's it is a completely different cultural context. Right. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Which, by the way, if um, if any five of you want to pull together your piggy banks and donate, you can go to www.americanredcross.org, and yeah. they do have links there where you can um, donate to the relief effort. Tavern cast. Uh, glad you could join us for our new format where we just don't give a f- anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Mike. I'm Eric. <laughs> See you next I'm, time. I'm Bryce. This is Bill. And I'm Shelly. Oh, and by the way, you can contact the show 
by... Ah, don't bother. All right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, send us your videos. Train station. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tavern cast yelling it. Screaming outside. Anybody who does this is going to end up being picked up by, like... Oh, I want to see it. Homeland awesome. Security sure or... Make sure you're videotaping. British Island Security or... Guys, get your friends to do it and videotape them. I was just doing what I was told by Tavernguest. <laughs> yes, what is this Dude, website? That's w- how we get w- successful. <laughs> you can also reach them on Skype by Skyping the word Tavernguest or you can call 734 and some other number that Shelly read off. I don't remember. Shelly. Shall- Alex Shelley, read it. But she's got to act like she's crying. 414 Yeah, that one right there. I'm just trying. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to that. Wait, does that mean like Shelly goes around uh, with these kids as they're being like interrogated? She just is sort of in the room. Yeah, and I just kind of pop out of the corner. She's like, she's like Judge Advocate Tavern Cast. <laughs> <laughs> Jet. Jet. She's yeah. Jet. That's a show as good as the other show. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a need, if you can find her, maybe you can use Judge Jet. Advocate Tavern Cat. Dun dun. <laughs> dun 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 dun. <laughs> wow. Starring Jad Michael Vincent. That's Blue Thunder. No, Airwolf. Oh, Airwolf. Airwolf. Oh, I know it's a helicopter Airwolf. show. And Judge Reinhold. That's right. Dallas. And Heather Locklear as <laughs> Shelly. See, there, there's my character. I'm Heather Locklear. Oh, God. <laughs> and William Shatner as <laughs> William Shatner. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. All right. So that's it, man. All right. Bye, everybody. All righty. Bye-bye. <laughs> Taverncast is performed in a closed recording studio by trained professionals. Do not attempt this show at home. Taverncast does not endorse underage drinking and reminds those of you who are of age to have fun and drink responsibly. Taverncast is a Snapdragon production. Visit us online at www.taverncast.com. Alright, so remember we used to have those arguments about what should we release? <laughs> Are we at all concerned anymore? Yeah, just throw it all out. Mm. Yeah.